0: What would your life look like if you felt competent in your body and in your health habits? We believe that confidence is possible for all people. This is the Free Method Podcast, and I'm your host, Dylan Murphy, registered dietitian and owner of Free Method Nutrition. We are dedicated to empowering women to make peace with food, heal their relationship with their body, and create sustainable health habits. Come hang with us each week as we have conversations that will inspire you to live a life of freedom. Let's dive into today's show. Today's podcast episode is sponsored by the wooden playpen from Wayfair. I'm just kidding. It's actually not sponsored by them, but it should be because today, so Mondays, we don't have our nanny on Monday. She comes Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays. And I don't know if I've said this on here before, but she is literally amazing I don't know if she listened to this podcast, but Tara, if you're listening... We love you. (laughs) But on Mondays, she's not here. So I watch Calder, JB and I kind of tag team. But right now, JB's at work lunch and Calder is awake between his morning and afternoon nap. And so we got this playpen a few weeks ago that has been game changing because Calder is now crawling all over the place and which is so fun. But it's also nice to have this like I I joke and call it his crate. It's like obviously way bigger than a crate. Please don't be concerned. It's so fun. He has tons of toys in there. And so he's in there right now just living his best life. Anyway, that's like, not not even on topic of this podcast recording, <laughs> but I just thought about it because I was like, oh, I'm so thankful for this. So I can like sit down and record a podcast episode. So today I wanted to have a conversation around navigating relationships with people who are caught up in diet culture. This is a conversation I have all the time with clients of my own. This is a conversation we've probably had many times on the podcast already, but I just thought it was time to chat about it again. So if you're listening to this, you can probably think of at least one family member or friend who follows diet culture like it is their job, like they are always on a diet, they're talking about diets all the time, it's just, that's just what they live and die by. And just the thought of being around them may produce some, like, anxiety or overwhelm with, like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm trying to walk away from diets, and I know that so-and-so is just going to be talking all about it or make all these comments. And you probably love this person. You care about them, whether they're friend, family member. Like, maybe they're important to you, but you also know, like, okay, being around them, I know they're going to make endless comments about my weight or their weight or about food. And... <laughs> and it's just like not helpful for you and your journey. And a lot of you listening, I know I have some clients that fall into this category. A lot of you listening, maybe in the past had never even noticed it because you had also been engulfed in diet culture. And so now that you're working to move out of diet culture, it's like, oh my gosh, I can see the light. Like this is not helpful. This is so annoying when they make these comments. So Let's talk about it. Let's talk through five tips to help you keep your peace with food when a loved one makes triggering remarks about diet culture. Because let me tell you, I want you to hear this, there's absolutely a way you can walk into family gatherings, dinner with your friends, any sort of social event, and not be impacted by the comments that are made. What that means is you can walk into social events feeling equipped to navigate whatever comments may come your way. It doesn't mean that the comments aren't going to show up, but you'll feel like you have the right tools for the job to be able to navigate any social situation. So listen up, five tips if you have a pen and paper or your notes app, probably a good idea to write these down or listen to this again. Okay. Number one, having conversation beforehand. So actually, okay, before I get into these, I want to make a note that these five tips, some of these you may hear and be like, okay, that's not possible. That would be hard. They're not going to do that. Or like, oh my gosh, that one feels too hard. So these, some of these fall kind of on, on different levels where some may feel like harder for you and some may be easier. So this isn't like a follow it one, two, three, four, like an order. It's more so like, hear these five tips, see if any of these, these sound like they would work for you and then try it out and then maybe try out a different one or see again, how these may work in your own life. So it's, this isn't necessarily like a copy and paste thing. Okay. Back to number one, have conversations beforehand. So like I mentioned a minute ago, you probably can think in your head of at least one friend or family member who always talks about diets, their weight, et cetera. So it might be good for you to have a conversation with them ahead of time to voice your concerns. Now, we are really starting up strong because that is so hard. Having those conversations, setting boundaries like that, being open like that can be so hard. And so that might not feel accessible for you, but if you've been in this journey, of improving your relationship with food, improving your body image, you may feel like, okay, let's do it. Let's have the conversation. But you might not feel ready for that yet. So just keep that one in mind. So having conversation beforehand. Another one would be creating boundaries for yourself. So that could be in addition to having the conversation. Maybe you're also having some sort of, like you're setting some sort of boundary. Like, hey, if you make these comments... I'm, I might not be able to keep coming to this weekly friends happy hour, or I might have to like limit the time that I'm there or like whatever the boundary may look like. So creating boundaries for yourself. And again, that's another hard one. And maybe at first, because again, if you don't feel ready to have a conversation with someone, maybe first the boundaries are kind of more internal of like, okay, if I like don't feel comfortable, if there's so much commentary going on, like maybe I don't need to go to that event, or maybe I'm only going to go if this like safe friend comes. So having some sort of boundaries for yourself, and then if if it feels safe and accessible. Voicing those boundaries to the said person or people. And remembering, I've probably said this many, many times on here a boundary without a consequence is just a suggestion. A boundary without a consequence is just a suggestion. So if we're creating boundaries for ourselves, like, okay, if you're going to talk about your weight all the time, I'm not going to be able to come to that dinner anymore. Or, hey, mom, if Thanksgiving is going to be filled with diet talk. I'm only going to be able to come by for two hours. Setting boundaries is okay. And then if those boundaries aren't kept, there may be... Deeper boundaries or consequences that have to happen as a result of that. And that is hard. That is so, so hard, especially if these are like friends or family that you genuinely care about. But in all of this, reminding yourself too like, this isn't selfish, this is you looking out for yourself because you want to improve your health. And the hope would be that maybe as a result, it kind of domino effects to the person that you're setting the boundaries with, that they're like, oh, maybe I do need to like be more mindful about what I say, or maybe I need to like get some help with this too. Okay. Three would be working on grounding yourself. So we want to really try in those moments where someone's made a comment, someone's talking about like, oh my gosh, I've eaten so bad this week, or like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just had that cupcake. We want to try and find ways to like ground ourselves in the moment so that we don't go on that like negative spiral into, you know, feeling like we need to diet, feeling like we need to skip um, the, the sugar, et cetera. So one way to ground yourself that can help is having some sort of like mantra. I talk about it with my clients as kind of like, if you've ever had like a a safe word with a friend, like, let's say you're on like a double date with a friend and you're like, Hey, if I say butterfly, like we need to get out because I'm bored and this is like not going well. So kind of having something like that for yourself, like it doesn't even have to be like a positive, like my body deserves respect my body's on my team all foods fit like those are great things to say but those might feel hard those might feel out of touch right now so maybe it's literally something so random that just like changes the topic in your mind or another thing that can help two things that can help is or or two other ideas that can help one we call rainbow grounding so what that is is picture the rainbow red orange yellow green blue purple in that moment i want you to think of one thing that fits in each color so okay what is something red i see okay i see that book what is something yellow i see (laughs) red orange (laughs) so maybe go in order too you don't have to go in order Um, what is something orange i see what is something yellow and like go all the way through the rainbow as a way to distract yourself. And then same thing with the five senses. So it's like, what's something I can see? Touch, smell, etc. Again, as a way to distract yourself. Now, what we're not doing here is just like shoving this under the rug, like shoving your feelings and emotions under the rug. I want you to more so envision it as like, we're just setting it on like the bookshelf and we're going to revisit it later. But maybe you're in the middle of a dinner happy hour with friends, et cetera, you're in like a setting where like, maybe it's not the time for you to like deeply dig into like what's coming up for you. It's more so like, Hey, how do I ground myself, support myself right now? And then maybe when I get home, I'm going to pull this book off the bookshelf and like really unpack it. Okay. So number four, have a safe person. So we've talked about this a little bit already, but having a safe person can be so helpful, whether it's so that you kind of have that safe word, like, Hey, butterflies. So, you know, when maybe you need to leave, or maybe that safe person is like, Hey, I'm going to sit beside you at this dinner just so that I can feel like comfortable. I can have someone that like, I know is on my team. Maybe that safe person is someone that can like change the conversation. If it starts getting too like diet culture um, someone you can kind of vent with before, and or after um, the event or, or whatever you have coming up can be really, really helpful. And someone like if you, if you know you want to have a conversation with that friend or family member that is entrenched in diet culture, maybe the safe person can be a good person to talk through at first of like, hey, can I like practice? Can I like talk this through with you? Because I want to go talk with so-and-so, but I want to just like make sure it sounds good first. So that's number four. Number five, the last one. Work through situations with a dietitian or therapist. Now, I know this might not be financially accessible to everyone, which is one of the many reasons why this podcast is here, so that you can learn other strategies that can help. Um, There's also some great support groups out there, Instagram accounts, that sort of thing that provide free resources. But if seeing a dietitian or a therapist or both is accessible for you slash if you're already working with one, talking through these scenarios can be so helpful, like how you would respond to triggering comments, even how to like go in with a game plan and even the grounding exercises. So kind of walking through it with like a third party person can be huge because they don't really or they don't really they don't know these people you're talking about. And so they're kind of able to give just like unbiased, not even necessarily like advice, but just they're able to like hear you, offer expertise, talk through the scenarios because working through things like this beforehand can be huge so that you don't just go in blindly and then you're like, oh my gosh, they're talking so much about diets. So like I've already mentioned, I know that navigating relationships with people so invested in diet culture can be really, really hard. What I also know Is these five strategies, whether you use all five, whether you use one, or whether this encourages you to kind of think through like, okay, what are other things that maybe would help me? I'm confident that those can help you walk into social situations feeling confident that you're ready to navigate anything that's thrown your way. And we'll then give you tools to work on afterwards as well. Now, setting boundaries, communicating your feelings, having resources are huge because that helps you protect your peace, continue to do your own inner work. And if you're listening to this, especially if number five stood out of like, okay, I do think working with a dietitian would be helpful. I do want you to know that we are currently accepting new clients. We recently had two new dietitians join our team. So they have some availability in their schedule and would love to support you in your journey to healing your relationship with food and proving how you feel in your body. So if you're interested in learning more, having a conversation to see if it's a good fit, head to freemethodnutrition.com slash free call. And then you and I can hop on a call, chat a little bit more. I'll tell you about our services and then also come hang out with us on Instagram at freemethodnutrition. And then my Instagram is at dillonmurphy.rd. I will see y'all next week. Thanks so much for joining today's episode on the free method podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a five-star review that helps others discover this message of freedom, share this with your friends and make sure you tag us on Instagram at free method nutrition. And if you're ready to start your own journey to freedom, I'd love to offer you a free call to chat with me about your health goals, head to freemethodnutrition.com slash free call to schedule yours. We will see you in the next episode.